0: Welcome to the fourth edition of the Modern Drunkard Podcast. This is Frank Kelly Rich with Nick Plummer, and our special guest tonight is Carl Christian Krumpholtz. Carl is a comic book uh, illustrator and writer, and also illustrates for a Modern Drunkard Magazine, and uh, he's also a tiki aficionado. So uh, I don't know about aficionado, but uh, I like tiki. That's all. That's it. That's the level of
1: your that's yeah enthusiasm. He's, 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 he's a fan. I he love sports. Tiki's. He brought you on to the, the
2: whole idea. Pretend you're are. an
1: aficionado. Please. I'll be in. A, okay. Uh, that song, oh, yes,
2: Tiki's, and perhaps an expert. Perhaps an expert.
1: That uh, song was uh, my band Barstow Messiah. Great uh, song. A song called uh, "Don't Knock it. on Your Door." Don't knock on my door. I should know it. I'm. I sang it. Uh, Carl did the artwork for that album. In fact, yeah. Um, and that's this is uh, called shameless self promotion. So that's Barstool tons, Messiah. Times two. Cool. Is that your next album? Self- Shameless Self-Promotion. Yeah. Why yeah. not? I, mean, uh, I think done. it might be Hipster Bane. I it's don't think done. they like us. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, and because we are with a tiki uh, expert, we are drinking uh, tiki drinks. Yeah. I made this first one. There's a common belief about tiki drinks that you can just throw any sort of fruit juice and some rum together and you have yourself a tiki drink. But apparently it's much more complex than that. Am I right? Probably?
2: Well, um, the, the pineapple juice and rum, that's kind of like low rent... Tiki drink, but oh, yeah, you know, if you could talk to like actual, like you know, high-end tiki experts, tiki experts, which <laughs> tiki, yeah, mixologists, tiki mixologists. bartending experts. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot more than that. That's yeah. why it
1: takes twenty minutes to get your goddamn, goddamn cocktail. Drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: But it's worth the wait. But
1: yeah. Depending yeah, yeah. on where you go. Depending yeah. on where you go.
0: If, if I may play the devil's advocate though, but hasn't that that uh, has that sort of snobbishness now pushed over into the regular cocktail world where They have all these bars now, like Williams and and Grand in Denver. And you go in there, and it actually takes them five minutes to chip the ice, and it takes them 15 minutes to make the cocktail. I'm sure it's a splendid cocktail. I've, I've had some of their cocktails, and they seem, as far as I can tell, fine. But... They're really expensive, and it takes a long time to make them. And is it really worth the time and effort?
1: And well, you know, uh, I tend to money. be a beer and a shot guy, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, I, it. Think I mean, I like the occasional. Have you tried those? I like the occasional items? good cocktail. Have we
0: taken them But I like. Trying?
1: I like. No, I haven't been there yet. But you know, like the Moscow Mule or a Mint Julep, but I'll want one, and then I'll want a beer and a and a shot, pretty much. Well, so somewhere I'm like
2: right. Williams and Graham, I have no problem. I think they are worth the price and the weight. There's other bars in Denver. I'm not going to name any that
0: do the exact same thing and they're totally not hey, worth it. On the Modern Drucker podcast, we name names.
1: <laughs> name, them. <laughs> name them.
0: Name them. As much as I love
2: Twees, I don't know if their uh, cocktails are going to be that great.
1: I don't know I like their well, the Moscow Mule. The
2: Moscow
0: so Mule is great, great, but, but then again, like a, if like you're a going basic to bar, right? They're, oh yeah, yeah, not, they're, they're a beer. Like, they're they're a beer and a shot bar. They're not trying to be a fancy cocktail bar like Williams and Graham, where they no, it's a beer and a shot bar.
2: I I applaud that they are trying to. Um, well, they do have like ten a different types
1: of bitters. Yeah, and they're, the
2: they're, they're 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 right? bringing cocktails there now, like old fashions, vespers, well, they've, and everything like that. Cocktails. Now they're being a big push. They actually have a cocktail menu. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. They're so doing it, and I, I a lot of that's Ryan
1: Nagley, the general manager. Who tends to be a he's a real kind of mix. My God. No, 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 and I Ryan Nagley, a general manager. Yeah. Yes. What, see, and I, whole, I whole also out of <laughs> and I also agree. We'll um, have him on at some point. And he can answer yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I also agree why they're
2: doing it because there's not many cocktails places on there
0: fact, none on Capitol Hill. Well, uh, since we're on the subject of tiki cocktails. Yeah, I think we need another round. Like I said, uh, when people, just average laymen, try to throw together uh, a tiki cocktail, it's not, if it's not exactly using like an eyedropper to the exact tea, it's not a real tiki drink, which is bullshit, I think. I mean, as long as you're... Yeah, I agree. You no, got no, the spirit, agree. you got rum, you got pineapple, you got some exotic fruits uh, in there. It's, it's a tiki drink.
1: Exotic fruits from around the globe, that kind of stuff? Pineapples. Pineapples,
0: yes. You can't get those in Colorado. Can't grow them here. True. Can we even grow oranges here? I don't think we can grow oranges.
1: Anyway, this had... It's fascinating. This <laughs> had
0: uh, pineapple, OJ, uh, Coco grow? Lopez, Peaches, white rum, and uh, a little bit of uh, sweet and sour. Uh, ah. I see some...
1: I'm sure it's already been done. <laughs> um, all right. No, like I mean, but, the, but the, ghetto, you, the ghetto tiki
2: hour. The same thing, like,
1: if you go to a tiki bar... Welcome to the ghetto tiki hour. That could be the new name A tiki for the bar, podcast. like, uh,
2: adrift, and if the bartender doesn't know what they're doing, <clears throat> you're paying 10, 15 bucks for a cocktail that's... Awful. I've been there, and as far as I can see, they know what they're doing. It depends on who you talk to. Uh, no, because last time I was there, no, no, I, I will admit, last time I was there, I was talking to the head bartender. He knew exactly what he was
0: doing. Right. He was he was really good. And to the point, uh, Denver, after a long drought, finally does have a tiki bar.
2: Yeah, and it's great. I mean, you go in, it's it's uh, got a really
0: nice atmosphere. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. Uh, the drinks are, as as we've said before on the show, way overpriced. Uh, ridiculously so. I mean, if you're paying, uh, uh, what, 12 bucks 13 bucks for a lowball drink, you're getting screwed.
2: No, I, no, I agree. That's why I'm happy they started doing um, happy hours and drink specials. Oh,
0: boy, they're doing happy
2: they're hours. They're doing happy
1: hours, yeah. So well, they're, they're only 7 bucks concept. for a It's like $9 for our happy hour it's, stri- stri- it's like happy hour at a strip bucks. club. Yeah.
0: See, that's what it should be, uh,
1: generally speaking. Yeah. No, it sounds like it's like a strip club. You get, you know. Half price on your drinks, and the, it's pretty to look at. And there's those strippers. Yeah, but it's pretty to look at, you know.
0: It is a pretty place. It, it's the Trader Vic kind of pretty where it's very clean, it's very almost sterile.
1: But that was yeah. the last time
2: eating. I'm sure it's, it's been there for what, uh, six, eight months? Is it already? My God! But I think last spring.
1: Yeah. Hmm. You've been drunk, Frank. So it's been there
2: well, since I've last spring. <laughs> it's been <laughs> a kind of. Kid, been They're working the kinks out. Um, They're oh, the logo. There
1: we go. All right, time for more okay, cocktails. Uh, I think. Uh, yeah. A little break, let's a little do the let's the another drink. Out. Yeah. Carl, will be making this one.
0: I'll be making. Okay, and we're back. Carl made the uh, cocktail this time.
1: Yep. It's green. It it's is green. a green, Frank green, and Tiki, maybe. Yeah, Frank. Let's go, Frank and Tiki.
0: Let's have a drink and see what we got here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's it's, sweet. it's, it's, it's tasty. Where's the, where the sweetness coming from?
0: Uh, well, it's got orange juice in it. Okay. Uh,
1: triple sec, rum. Uh, triple sec. Uh.
0: Ah, uh,
1: you put a lot of triple sec in you.
0: Not a
2: lot,
1: no. Oh, blue Caraco is also. Oh, blue Caraco,
0: there you go. Uh-huh. That's,
1: that's very sweet as well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We're planning on having an actual uh, experienced expert bartender in, in Tiki Drinks come in and actually make us some, you know, the classics, the zombie and.
1: But we're lazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're
2: doing the typical <laughs> thing where we. The zombie, rum,
0: rum. We're half assing yeah. it. Rum so and more, and more rum. rum. Yeah. There's some pineapple and lime in there. Ah, that's just. But, but actually,
1: unfortunately, unfortunately, Lauren was... is in Ohio, so he couldn't come here. Yeah, anymore. Lauren's. Uh, and mix us some, some of his signature. Yeah. Tiki drinks that he actually, came up I think,
2: with. yeah, I actually think he's probably the best. Well, came up tiki, with a, tiki drink guy Yeah, when we, that we had Tiki, we
1: when we had Tiki Boyd's, he came up with a couple recipes. He right? did. Yes, he did. There was one I remember that tasted like it had mixers, but it was all alcohol that just knocked you on your ass. I can't remember which one. It'd be remember.
2: really funny to have those have are the best. That guys. Boyd
0: is the bartender. I'm not sure if I've ever seen him mix drinks. Really, he just yeah. came. He just was like, "Oh, that, that's good." Yeah, I never saw him behind the bar actually mixing oh, stuff Oh, really? Up. Okay. No, I never... Uh, he was
1: more of the presence of the bar. He was. He, I,
0: he mostly just stood at the end of the bar
1: and, uh, and drank. No, it. that's where I first
2: met him. It was one of those things, uh, when I met him, uh, Lauren introduced me to him, one of the first couple times I've been to Tiki Boyd's. And he's like, hey, Carl, you know, uh, this is Boyd Rice. And I was like, wow, that name sounds really familiar. Why does that sound familiar? Oh, he wrote all these introductions to my Tiki books. No clue who he actually was until about probably about two months later when I've been in Denver a bit longer, so I got to he- know more of uh mythology of boyd rice
0: right and uh, what is the mythology of boyd rice
2: uh well again, stuff like this i didn't I never knew on uh uh growing up on the East Coast like you know his whole background with the church of satan and stuff like that and all the pranks yeah and we, stuff probably, like that. we probably actually
0: shouldn't talk about it until he's on here. Yeah, yeah no no, no i agree that's a future thing It's no, a future guest yeah, yeah. well uh, okay i
2: knew him as um guy who wrote tiki
0: books all right so you've been to a lot of tiki bars in uh, california
2: yeah and, yeah
1: uh, would you care to
2: uh, right now the best one is uh by far smuggler's cove in san francisco Um,
1: That's the one that only has, like...
2: It actually has no... I I find it fascinating because it has no no tiki's in there. Tell us about it. Uh,
1: It's a great little bar,
2: and when I say little, I mean little. If you walk by it and you don't know it's there, you'll totally miss it. It's just an abandoned storefront, and it just says smuggler's cove on the door. And you walk in, and it's all... I won't say Polynesian. It's more like dock, pirate, glowing globes. And everything like that, uh, fish nets, blowfish, and stuff like gotcha. that. Waterfall. Um, Gotta have the waterfall. That's yeah, great. it has That's a waterfall. A good
1: tiki it's a atmosphere. It so is water, actually
2: waterfall. a very small bar. I think their occupancy is maybe ninety people. It's under hundred, but they've got great cocktails. They've got a, like a little loft, a main floor, and a, a basement. But it's also another one of those bars that um, the drinks are going to be expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking eight to ten bucks a throw for a cheap drink. But it, uh, these drinks are well worth, again, what we were talking about before. Yeah, you're gonna wait, especially when it's really crowded because they only got one or two bartenders. You know, you're gonna be waiting five to 10 minutes for your drink. And that they sounds. do, you know, they do uh, the, the, the flaming scorpion bowls and stuff like that. Great little place.
1: Um, now, I understand the Tonga Room is gone. from. No, I, last time I heard, the Tonga Room's really? still there. Okay. But now the Tonga that, Room- Now that is a tiki bar to go to.
2: Yes, yes. but the problem it's with the Tonga Room- It's a spectacle. Room, it's a spectacle, that's the reason, yeah. to, the only reason to go to there. Uh, is the spectacle? It's got its own lagoon. Yeah, and it in rains down on the performers who run yeah. a barge. Oh yeah, that's yeah. all that stuff is great and
1: amazing. Went there when I did the article for San Francisco. But
2: their drinks yeah. aren't that great. The only other bar I remember in San Francisco is uh, there's this great little dive tiki bar in the same way as Boyd's. You could have called a dive tiki bar. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's called Trader Sam's. It's uh, out towards the Sunset area. I remember liking that place a lot, too. Again, dive, it's like a tiki bar that you get a beer and a shot at.
0: See, to me, that's the best kind of tiki bars is the, the cluttered sort of, you know, really lived in sort of dives. Oh, yeah, looked lived in, but, you know, the jukebox playing, it's I don't know. It's the best of both worlds. Bon bon Jovi. It's a dive, and it's a tiki bar, which I think is yeah. like the best well, of all worlds. I went
1: to one, and it was either in Hermosa or Redondo Beach in California, and it was uh, they were playing Leonard Skinner on the jukebox. Yeah. I mean, it had all yeah. the decorations, but then there was Leonard Skinner playing, but, and it just kind of threw everything a little how off. How many
0: Tiki Bars actually get the music right? Very, very few. Very I mean, few. even yeah, yeah. even our Tiki Bar,
2: I think, Jazz. gets... um Yeah, they're playing a mixture of 80s... Don Hohen Slayer? is Garage. What mean, is it, uh... um, it's almost like a Pandora Channel, hmm. but not a great one.
0: Yeah, when I was in New York, I went to the, the Tiki Bars, and it was either punk rock or hip hop.
2: Oh, you're talking about uh, autos? Went to Auto Shrunken Head.
0: Otto, I, I went there the first time I went there. We went to two others as well. And Auto uh, Shrunken Head, of course, it's a punk rock dicky bar.
2: Yeah, we walked in. It was great for about a half an hour. Mm-hmm. And then all the punk rock kids in the band started setting up. And, you know, I was just like, ah, you, you're here to escape and relax. And it just got loud right. and. Annoying. Well, it's a fusion bar. It's a yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a great place
0: for a drink, but well, great. yeah, I wouldn't hang what around. What about it, but... Frank's
1: Tiki uh, Lounge in? Oh, fantastic! In Vegas. Fr-
0: yeah, Frankie's uh, yeah. Tiki Lounge. Now I haven't been to that one in, in Vegas. Place. Yeah, it, it's it's uh, it's it's also very clean, and Shag has done some of the artwork. Clean uh, in a, a drift kind of way. Yeah, but it's more cluttered than that. I mean, it, it looks better than that. It's right. uh, and uh, they actually have their own mugs, and it's. Uh, of course it's Vegas so it's up 24 hours and i unless things have changed recently i own the uh, the record of their most uh, drinking their most they have 20 tiki drinks on their menu all very strong and i think i own i still own the record uh, which is from, how many uh, i think it's 13 well and wow and uh, wow. In one sitting
1: and then yeah. they and then they carried you to their and cab do one each.
0: yeah they they actually did <laughs> They actually had a, uh, pour me into the cab, and you're uh,
1: a very heavy man to carry. I just true. want to mention that because I've had to do it at different conventions. This was on my honey-
0: honeymoon as well. <laughs> uh, so Shauna,
1: Shauna carried you to the cab because I,
0: I think she had assistance. And then once we got to the uh, the uh, the casino hotel. There was, they uh, just
1: had a, a, a dolly for the luggage and free on the no, I, there.
0: No, I, I think somebody wanted to put me in a wheelchair, but I refused. And uh, <laughs> I just kind of bounced from wall to wall until later. <laughs> thank God we had a room on the first floor. Yeah, yeah. Right, there, off the, right
1: off the pool. There was a tiki bar. Well, that can be dangerous, too. You can just li- kind of lean right into the pool. It was yeah. such a
0: great time, though, because I, I was drinking right next to the owner, uh, Moss, who's yeah. uh, one of the greatest Owns the guys. Double Down in Vegas,
1: too. Owns a Double Down well. in New York. Yeah. Right? I've been to one in New York. In New York. In New
0: York. Yeah, and he's a great guy to you know to hang out and dig with. He's a really smart guy. Oh yeah, so, I
1: love the Double Down. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. The Double Down in New Last York. Last time it was in Vegas, he hadn't opened uh, Frankie's yet. So, uh,
0: so you haven't been to Frankie's?
1: No. Oh, no, no, Next time I'm in Vegas, I'm Check gonna it out. beeline there.
0: So. The, the, there's only one fault in the entire bar, and that is they have these chairs around the tables. So maybe he's corrected this by now, but they're uh, they're more art than function. And you, if you sit on them, it's like those weevil wobble things and. If you're drunk, you're going to fall out of it. <laughs> Seriously. it's like
1: there's So this, it was the chair's fault, not the 13 tiki no, drinks. No, right? I, was, I, was, I was at the bar, trust me. I was not going to mess around with those chairs.
2: And now, one of the, I was going to say, one of the things I've noticed in tiki bars, I, the ones I love don't do this, which is list the ingredients on the menu. Say, okay, hmm. Boyd's didn't do this, and I know a lot of bars didn't do it, going, okay, we're going to have a zombie. Now, people who drink tiki drinks know what's in a zombie, but... A lot of, like, you know, they use the like flowery descriptions. Right. Like, you know, the, old wind, that. the wind over the right. sea and stuff like that. Well, I, I've been to this really bad bar in, um, Tiki Bar in San Diego that, as far as I know, is not there anymore. I can't even remember the name of it. It was down in the gas lamp District. Um, but they basically, okay, you're ordering this drink, you're getting gin, vodka and pineapple juice and that i
0: think is the absolute wrong thing to do yeah i
1: agree um well i mean wait, it, wait, wait,
0: wait. why is that there is that because it steals the romance away or yes yeah, no, no. it takes away the mystery i totally agree I, I think in back in the old days if you look at the old tiki menus from the 50s they didn't list the stuff because they were always afraid of getting ripped off by their tiki bars then yeah it happened a lot no 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 the, what was it trader sam's trader joe's trader, uh, vick's, trader and vicks all those on the beach of Cologne would claim Trader mm-hmm. Vic ripped him off and that's something that I had to
2: find because growing up still
0: steal bartenders from each other
2: right growing up on the east coast you would get the only tiki quote unquote tiki bars you got were the Chinese restaurants yeah same yeah. in
1: Chicago We'd go yeah down you there get there. Chinese
2: restaurants that have tiki drinks
1: yeah I used to drink uh, the Dr. Fong's in this one place in the south side of Chicago in the Chinatown and I don't know what was in it but you know two of those and a heart it's a
0: strong one I'd be
1: giggling like a schoolgirl yeah. after two of them you know yeah. and it's you know it's and, you know, I, it's not like I'm a lightweight. And Well, uh, oh, you're
2: a beer and a shot guy. <laughs>
1: well, hey, you know, beer, beer, and a shot, beer and a shot. Maybe it's all the sugar. Yeah.
0: Mm. Whenever I get depressed, I just uh, I go through all the tiki uh, recipe guides. Just kind of, for some reason, just kind of enlivens me. And there's always arguments. Enlivens me.
2: If you go through a lot of the, like, um, SLG uh, put out their little tiki um, guidebooks. uh who's SLG? Uh, slave labor graphics. Okay. My publisher. Shameless, shameless self promotion. <laughs> um, that uh, what was it. A uh, beachberry. Beach. Berry, uh, um, Beach uh, um, names on Bum Berry. Yeah, uh, but if you look at a lot of his menu, a lot of his recipes, he would have maybe three or four recipes for the same drink. From each. Zombie one. Side. Zombie right, two. Zombie right. three. Because there's so many variations of those. Uh, With
0: so many ingredients there's
1: going to be, there's going to be variations. Oh yeah. There's going to be like a uh, bartender won't have something, so he'll substitute something, and maybe he likes that better.
0: I always thought it was more and of a again. Trader Vic oh, so had again, his oh, recipe. You, so you read his, his last book. The one, yeah, that's a great book. Oh, it's a fantastic book. Yeah, he kind of does like kind of like a archaeological guide to tiki drinks.
2: Yeah, and that's uh, SLG put that one out too.
0: Oh really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Good for them.
2: They book. put out they put out uh, like the three or four ones with the plastic uh, the, 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 the plastic um, binding. Okay, no, but this one this And one this one. the last one was the perfect bound. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Just those stepping up.
1: Oh uh, yeah. It's a big seller. When did the uh, tiki revolution like uh, start? Do you guys think when it when did started it start in the 50s. happening? Well, it was already happening though in the '30s.
2: Well,
0: I always I always thought the tiki revolution started um, the full on tiki revolution. started when all the
1: coming back,
2: back was, from World
0: War II. Yeah, but apparently uh, I thought so too. But then uh, if you read the books uh, in the '30s, there was already kind of, sort of this fascination with uh, you know Hawaiian Polynesian, and, and there was already sort of tiki bars. It wasn't the big wave explosion as it happened right. after World War II.
1: Well, when was Hawaii uh, made a state? That, that, that was the big '50s. That was
0: in the '50s. The modern ones—it had to
2: be like uh, mid '90s, oh, early to mid '90s. Uh, yeah, yeah no, it kind of came literary. around the same time yeah. with the mid '90s swing craze. It kind of slowly then.
0: came back. Kind of, yeah. Kind of that nostalgia for a uh, time we didn't live.
2: Yeah, I, it just—you got to get it right. I mean, I remember this tiki bar in Boston that was just horrible. It was—it was just a horrible place. Went there a couple times. I just never had a good time there. There's
0: apparently been a couple uh, in Denver between Tiki Boys and Adrift that opened up. And they were, apparently they were just like cardboard, uh, you know, put up some cardboard palm trees. Yeah, yeah, trees yeah. yeah. Well, I
2: mean, I've, I've, I've heard stories, I mean, long before I moved here. Uh, tiki Bar, I guess in the 60s,
0: down on uh, South Broadway or something like that? No, actually Denver had a whole bunch of them. Yeah. And one
1: was in the Ramada where... You guys used to have, which
0: those. was totally weird. Where Tiki Boys was at, there, there was, was actually back bar. in the day there was a Tiki uh, Tiki Bar in that exact same place. And It was designed by one of the great uh, Tiki designers. Of yeah. Time. So what would you say the difference? Right
1: the now. difference between a Fern Bar and a Tiki Bar is? Are you kidding me? Night and day. A Fern oh, come Bar on, has
0: it. it's it's like a uh, '70s uh, bar with you know hanging plant and it's you know is no tropical. When are we gonna There's get no nostalgic for those? Do you a, think
1: that's gonna happen eventually? They'll no. start fern redoing bars the Fern Bar.
0: <laughs> I bet they exist uh, uh, in Berkeley or something, but maybe for the, all the professors go. I don't think we're drinking fast enough. No, we're not. Okay, we'll take another break so right you. now. And now it's Nick's turn to make a cocktail. I cannot wait for this.
1: All right, so we're uh, we're back. We've moved to the tiki room. It's In The modern drunkard compound. Yeah, we, to we smoke, we, smoke cigars. Smoke cigars
2: uh, in the tiki room. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's, I've
1: I've mixed a fabulous drink. It's called a beer and a shot. No, actually, She's lying. actually, I'm lying. That um, no actually, beer. I uh, I mixed uh, what was it? Lime juice, pineapple juice, triple sec, and uh, right. rum. So um, delicious.
0: Uh, and your diapers, diaper's down. I'm sure as well.
1: No, for the uh, stop making those disturbing <laughs> motions, out, Carl. <laughs> Cut this man off. He's had too much. He's, too talking, much. he's talking about diapers and, and. Yeah, it was explained to me.
0: We should have been doing these podcasts. The last one, and this one uh, from the start in the tiki room because it's yeah it's wood walls. It's probably going to sound better now. It sure looks better. It sounds it's, it's more, more it's rich uh, in mahogany. Now. A giant it's fish on the walls always good. Marlin. Yeah, we'll we'll include pictures on the website.
1: It's uh, definitely more uh, conducive to tiki mm. drinking. That's for sure. Well, what are we smoking here? <sighs>
2: the gentleman yeah. never tells you what kind of cigar he's smoking.
1: Um, they're the Clinton Clinton especially owls. I think. The um, corello They're a little fishy. Corello. C a
0: r r i l l o, a Little Fishy, you say? Yes. Hmm. So we have a cigar aficionado here as well. So, you want to name this uh, cocktail? uh, He just said name Uh, it. uh, Beer and a shot. It's it's called Beer and a Shot. It's it's a ridiculous name for a tiki drink. (laughs) I'm I'm a
1: ridiculous man, Frank, so I'm going to go with that. Fair enough. How about a Lime Fuck You? (laughs) That's better. I I think think that's a good, yes. It's called a Lime Fuck You, Frank. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, uh, I don't know if I'm going to keep the Frank in there, but it might be just a line.
0: Line, you. fuck you, Frank. Hmm. That seems insulting. This is the, this <laughs> is really the point of the be. podcast where all
2: friendships break down.
0: <laughs> Can I ask you a personal question, Nick? Don't you usually? Yeah. No. And you make me when cry at the, the end. When does the hurting stop and the healing start?
1: I don't know, you know. I'm the one from Boulder. <laughs> I should know that, but I, I, I don't. That's why I left. I could never figure that out. So they made me leave Boulder because mm. I could never figure that out. And well, I, I kept I kept just hurting and hurting and not healing, and there weren't enough hugs. Well, boulders and uh, I gain and our loss, then, huh?
2: So, did, did
0: you do that, yoga? That hurts. I hurt. That hurt. I mean, boulders Frank, lost. No, in so, our as game. a child, see now I get it. That hurt my feelings. Frank. <laughs> so, as a child, Let's
1: talk about her feelings. As a child in like grade school, did you do yoga? No, no, actually, we uh, we had uh, jump rope class. Jump rope class. I uh, shit you not. The skipits they were called. As opposed to PE, where you climb the rope and all well, that. No, was actually, it they was, it, had was it one jump? jump ropes.
0: So instead of the having the boys climb
1: the rope in a typical gym class, we would jump it. You would jump it. Was it
2: one jump rope or two jump ropes? Double Dutch?
1: It depended how good you were at. They uh, teach you how to skip. I was then. I was already drunk back Did then. Did you uh, so was hair braiding you know?
2: part of your uh, curriculum?
1: Oh, always. Okay. It is Boulder. If you're
0: not. <laughs> and if you're not from Colorado, Boulder is sort of the Berkeley of uh, I
2: actually, Rockies. I actually, uh, uh, there was a woman I met. Well, years you work
1: up there, so you go there. Not anymore. Not, anymore. not anymore. Not anymore. Okay.
2: not anymore. Feathers, are they from Boulder?
1: No, they're a Denver band. They're really good from what I've heard. I haven't played with them yet, but i played with uh, one of the guys in the band. Used to be in So the it's all, like two days, days after,
0: happens. what, Valentine's
1: Day? So yeah. what sort of band would call themselves the Black Feathers? I have no idea since I've not seen them yet. But, but you say they're really good How do you know No, that? I know that uh, I liked the last band That one of the guys was in The All Capitals I thought you, they were a really good band You band people Are all like a union
0: You just always support each other No matter how bad You're basically are. a band geek With guitars No, I, I hate the Frey the For instance Yeah, it's easy to hate the fray Because they're, they're successful I don't even know no, who no, the Frey are they're, Who's a the Frey? They had that one horrible song that was on that. Why don't you love me? Which is show. pretty much the reason why. It's, a, it's yeah. a whiny sort of, you know, it's like it's cold, cry baby Rock. It's even whiny, it's whiny, whiny or cold play, if you can imagine such a. A whinier Coldplay? Even whinier. It's just really yeah. awful.
1: That's it's crybaby rock. Yeah. Which is why they're popular, because fifteen-year-old girls like them. Uh hmm.
0: Back to Tiki.
2: How just artwork in general artists in general. Drunk artists. Yeah, Yeah. Picasso was a a big drunk.
0: Yeah, well, isn't it true that most uh, of the great writers and I've said this again and again in the magazine, most of the great writers and artists uh, of history and and, and again, the captains of industry and all the movers and shakers of history were drunks. Or would they they qualify now as being alcoholics? Well, I think uh, the casual drinker from 40, 50 years ago
2: Sixties, seventies. Would definitely be considered a drunk now. Yes, absolutely. Because of this weird sort of I don't know. Um, well they they keep lowering the side. Wussification of drinking. Wussification? Right. Yeah, it's, no. it's
0: totally true. I mean it's like to, to be an alcoholic now, you just have to go to a a ball game and drink three well, beers.
2: Well get this, I, I mean
0: drinking. I've been I've been, you know, I have friends on the
2: West Coast, I have friends on the East Coast. I go out there and I drink with them. And I'm not bragging, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a couple drinks ahead of them. Because, again, the Denver... Well, the altitude. altitude, the altitude yeah. thing. Which and is they not think, a myth at all. It's, totally it's not clear. a myth at all. It's, it's you can drink more because of the higher altitude. Drinking, yeah. Training, well, well, well made it to it's the higher altitude. altitude. It is. It's like it's it's al- training
0: at, like, Olympics. The, the athletes, f- athletes come up here and they train at altitude. and they, So when they go down to sea level... You can do like, it better. Yeah, it's like when I go, into, uh, go to Vegas or L.A. or uh, New Orleans. You take down a bottle but of Jim Beam and you, you it's hard to feel the But effect.
2: it's not even me. It's which makes you an
0: expensive
1: drunk, which kind of sucks, especially in now where every drink is I mean too all,
2: both of you know Kelly Kelly can only drink three beers no one kidney yeah she's yeah. only got one kidney three beers we go to the east or you uh, should tell
0: who Kelly is Kelly's my, sig- uh, my, significant uh, I'll I'll say,
2: my significant other my significant my let's say wife Um, common law common law I okay. mean we've been together for almost ten years but, but yet you uh, have not tied the knot yet we, we have not, not
0: tied the knot
1: she's well, had, on, you're on had, her insurance and that's almost the same yeah, thing that's
0: almost the, according to the state of Colorado we're married um, uh, I think unless you actually do the ceremony, like me and uh, Shauna did in yeah. Vegas with uh, with Elvis, I'd love to do Elvis. Do it. I'd love that's to do what i What is holding you back?
2: I don't know. I've been there, Maybe ever.
0: this is your chance to propose to her. I uh, think
2: if I did that, it would be at ten. <laughs> a ten years.
0: At ten. A 10. Oh, a 10. So you oh, so you I kind of wanted to always, you have a goal.
2: Yeah, I always wanted to. Pro- nice. I always wanted to propose to her in uh, New Orleans because that's where we first met. Sure. Anyway. So you're avoiding New Orleans like the plague, Avoiding oh, yeah. New Orleans <laughs> like the plague. But even
1: her, who... Still wants uh, a romance left in the relationship, right? Who
2: doesn't drink uh, alcohol. She only drinks beer. We go to East or West Coast. Even our friends think she's an alcoholic. Because she can have, what, four, That's five? because you're
1: going to San Francisco. Well, yeah. So, okay. Um, the creative process in alcohol is, is very important. It's very I mean, deep. It's very, it's very dear massive to... Drunk. It's oh, very, it's very dear massive drunk. Picasso, massive drunk. To the drunkard yeah. so.
2: uh, the Van Gogh. Crazy drunk.
1: I just yeah. went to that Van Gogh exhibit. Was How was it? I, uh, we weren't able to get. We weren't able to get in. It was fascinating. Uh, you got to see him start off as a stumbling artist and get to where he's just doing these masterpieces that no one liked. Well, like my favorite artist, Francis Bacon, not Sir Francis Bacon. Francis yeah, yeah, Bacon, the yeah, 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 Modernist. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a crazy drunk as well, and he yeah. and he had some. I mean, some of the most amazing paintings, in my opinion. Uh, Still life in a meat locker. I think it's called in the Art Institute of Chicago. He's the one who did <laughs> one uh, of the most disturbing pieces. The the the, the face like moving back and forth. Yeah, yeah, and you can pretty much see that like a lot of Ralph Stedman stuff came is influenced by him. You can mm. just kind of tell it. And there style. are still
0: these people And Ralph Stedman Ralph, Ralph Stedman big
1: drunk. Yeah. Smacks his smacks his stuff on I, on a beer label. I was know?
2: actually <laughs> able to drink with Ralph Stedman years ago. It was it was it was fantastic.
0: And there are still these people who will say, "Oh my god, how much better would they have been if they didn't drink?" No, and I've been yeah. It's such a ridiculous statement I mean it's like If that were actually true There'd be all these Great teetotal Then Hitler would have writers. been A great artist Right all these so. te- <laughs> Exactly All these great teetotal artists And writers and stuff But there isn't I mean they, they, they don't exist I'm sure there's a couple
1: out there uh, Orson Scott Card Maybe Is he a drunk or is he's he a Mormon Oh so, so he doesn't drink But he's sober
0: But, but is, what is he Who is this person oh, He's, he's a,
1: a Mormon sci-fi writer
0: Yeah
1: Whatever Ender's Come on game. the whole the
2: whole Mormon religion is a sci-fi novel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to we're gonna emails about that one too.
1: <laughs> I don't think yeah, there's going to yeah, be a lot I, I don't think there's a lot, a of, lot Mormons. of Mormons <laughs> listening in right now. No, if you want to tell us tell us your favorite now, drink. If you're a Mormon was- and you're listening to this. When call I was growing up, up, up and tell though, us your favorite drink I knew a lot ball.
0: of Mormons, and uh, some of my relatives are Mormons. You're related so, to Mormons? I am. Some of my relatives are mo- my aunts and uncles. Uh, you know what? You know, there's a lot of Jack Mormons where they still consider themselves Mormons, but they actually drink as well. Jack Mormons? That's what they call them. Because of Jack Daniels? Because or? you're backsliding. No, no uh, backsliding, Jack? I'm, I'm not sure what the etymology is. It's nothing to do with Jack Daniels, but it's like if you're not like a proper Mormon, you don't obey all the rules and you drink or smoke or whatever. Or drink Pepsi, whatever their rule is. No, don't they drink
2: Coke because they own stock yeah. and Pepsi?
0: Yeah, there's of. some kind of rule. I, I think they used to be anti-caffeine, but then they bought stock and something. That it's a really strange thing.
1: And they bank for most of Vegas too, so they're, do they're, they? anti, they're anti-gambling, but they bank for a lot of Vegas. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't really oh care what God you God. do. They care. They just I, want the, that if you're a Mormon, a religion that
0: has some <laughs> hypocrisy involved. Jesus, no way. <laughs> I was raised Catholic. There's no hypocrisy in that. No, no. Not at all. Well, Catholicism, though, has always been the drinking religion. Yeah. 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 Except well, when I was
2: growing up. Well, No, no. When I was growing up, because um, I've heard other Catholics were able, like, when you go to Mass, were able to drink the wine. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they give you, this is the body, this is the blood of Christ. Sure. And you're able to. Cannibalism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cannibalism. You're able to uh, sip the wine, not just eat the little cardboard oh, tasting kid, wafer. Yeah, yeah, when you're a kid. And I was never able to do that.
1: I went to a mass when I was a kid. What? That they
2: drink the to. wine. You got you got the cardboard little pastry puff. Right. Um, Eat, eat that. But, um, you're too young for blood. Is that what they're doing? No, drinking? no, no one got it. My parents let me drink wine. Cause they oh, awesome. they wouldn't actually give it out at the...
0: At the mass. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no it's just like some of these Protestants. I went that, to one and they...
2: Churches. My Catholic church didn't we'll, do that. We'll, we'll
0: try and say that the, uh, the all the wine in the Bible was actually grape juice. Oh,
2: Jesus no. turned water not, into they're, they're, wine. They're,
0: exactly. They're they're always trying to twist it around of you know the fifth round middle agenda,
1: which is bullshit.
0: In the Bible, they were drinking wine for Christ's sake.
1: Carl, when you uh, do your art, is there drinking involved while you're doing your illustration? It depends. Or, okay, on what? All right. If
2: I'm writing, because I write my own stuff. Like on the comic book side, mm-hmm. yes, there's drinking involved. If I'm penciling, yes, there's drinking involved. Okay. If I'm inking, normally there's no drinking involved because I gotta be, be very, very precise with my lines. If I'm coloring, there's drinking involved. Gotcha. So three out of four times there's drinking involved.
1: Yeah, for me when I when I paint, uh, there's booze involved. Yeah. Like I get some loud music, I get my paints out and I get my canvas out, and then I just start yeah, I swilling booze, and then it goes from there, and I see what happens.
2: I'm usually sitting drinking, um, either whiskey or scotch.
1: When when I but when I write, like when I'm working on fiction or or an article, I'm I I'm sober. You I Mark, believe in you you uh, you write drunk. I write drunk, and you edit sober. See, and that doesn't work for me.
2: No, no, no. I, I agree with Frank. You even edit it all
1: though. Yeah. Well, I mean, like for, with my, in I, case you can't see that, that's me giving Frank the finger well, for. Some I know, but
0: I, so. I, I, I have to edit your stories, and uh, it seems like you're uh, drunk the entire time you write and edit. Well, I'm drunk the entire time. Do you I, I live so through? Them. Do you even edit them at all? Or you yes, I search? do. You yes, just I send do. them to me. Yes, I do.
2: No, because okay. with the comics... Not a lot.
0: <laughs> when I'll I'll I'm writing... That. You just kind of look at them from across the room and say, yeah. I go, yeah, I'm well, writing. you know, those are all words <laughs> in a
1: row. And <laughs> I'm going go, hey, to so so go ahead and email
0: this to Frank. I think it's ready to go. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Pretty no, much. No, pretty, when I'll, I'll write, admit that.
2: When I write the comics, uh, to get the dialogue flowing, I think booze helps you you're get you get the right in the story
0: you get the passion yeah I mean, yeah all of yeah. a sudden you're like oh yeah fucking this is this is what's true and this is what isn't see, true i, and this I is, get the i'm very angry about this and i'm very passionate i mean it really gets the passion and the energy into it then when you edit you got to be a little more colder and you got to be like okay this is kind of bullshit you got to cut this part off this is kind of
1: overwinded no yeah i agree see for me that's i do all my note taking and my like story arcs and that kind of stuff when i'm drunk like when i'm working on yeah, it was a long short story. Yes, we get the nuggets of when the I'm, ideas. yeah. When I'm working, but I don't actually do the writing. When I sit down and actually write out everything, like when I'm working on a short story or a novel, I get I, you know, I've got a notebook on me or it's on my phone, and all my ideas are in there. And there's bits of dialogue and everything. Well, okay, else. here's a And the then I piece it together when I'm sober.
2: When where do you get your best <laughs> ideas? Like you know, oh drunk. Are, no, no. Yeah. So you're just kind of like usually sitting in a bar drinking. No, usually, and, it's
1: it's walking home when I walking along. That's the point I was going to say. I, it is
2: when you're like walking home Going it's, from it's point a, a to point B, walking
1: a meditation. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and so it's it's where like all the ideas have been percolating, get stewed. You know, they get they get. You have nothing to think about. You're just together, kind of thinking about the story. And then by the time I get home, or I'll have to stop and write it down then I end up writing down all the ideas and then the next day I'll look over them and then I'll write them into something. I
0: do a three-stage thing. I'll, I'll get the, like, the, the, the germination, the actual really nugget of the idea when I'm really loaded. I write it on a cocktail napkin. There's the idea. The next day I'll be sipping whiskey you know, or absinthe and I'll, I'll be laying out the kind of the ideas and kind of put them together, and getting the passion into it. And then once that's all done, it'll be a big jumble. Then when I'm sober or hungover, Hungover is great because when, that's when you're really cold and fucking you'll cutthroat. You just go through it and you just clean it all up.
2: Now I used to, um, I used to from a, a suggestion that you gave me um, carry around the recorder, the personal right. recorder. Yeah, I do I that too sometimes. And you yeah. talk into it, and I stopped doing it because now you I, have a cell phone. Well, now you have a cell phone, but I stopped doing it because I listened to my playback and it's well, yeah.
0: Try the travel articles. You got to so yeah. you discipline actually. yourself. Yeah, you actually have to force yourself to be coherent. And, and I also, also, I
2: also got, got got creeped out by the times when I'm sober, and I am talking into it. People staring at you going, what the hell are you doing? And you're talking into a recorder.
0: Yeah, it's better than
1: typing into it. See, what you do talking. at that point when they start looking at you is you just stare them down and keep talking. There's this woman away, staring right? at me, and I'm
2: thinking about cutting her throat. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what they think you're saying. See, so
1: they, they just leave you the hell alone. I mean, take my word for it. You know, I get a I, you know when I'm doing science fiction and stuff, I get a lot of ideas out of dreams. So, like I'll wake up with something and I'll just sketch out. This when was, brand last, time a, uh, when was
2: the last time you did a? When uh, was last time you did a travel article?
1: Uh, well, Chicago, but that turned so out horrible. There were just everything went wrong, and that that article. There was some sleeping in a.
2: No, okay? Uh, uh, roundabout. How many? Since the last one was L.A. Okay, how Is many? many okay, just just roundabout number. How many travel articles have you done?
1: Been like uh, eight or ten or so yeah eight or uh, eight, seven you, you, you seven or eight all, and then there were two the, there was one you wouldn't publish that was on Boston
2: I was gonna say my next was, question is which is the worst article
1: you've done is it the Boston one? Well, he wouldn't publish the Boston one because I hated Boston so much. Nah, yeah, a fuck man. off! And the Chicago one never came together because it was just such. You didn't a mess. have a common theme, or something. And I'm getting like that? sick in the middle of it. But if Martin Drucker has one responsibility, it is
0: to present the lighter and the, the happier side of drinking. You can do. I think you can do dark, but you got you know, to balance it you out. Go to, go to an. A, well, I mean, Detroit. Need, no, no Detroit was dark. One.
1: Detroit had had really dark points because I was on a double. But was it was a very funny article. And it was uplifting. It was a blast, but it, you know, it definitely had its dark points. Which well,
2: one of you too. I mean, we've talked about. I've talked it with you, and I've talked about it with you about doing a travel article, going out, drawing on Mayan, drawing on napkins and stuff I'd like love that.
1: I we like New like, Orleans?
0: Like, yeah, yeah.
1: Stedman, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, we've so, talked about. No, we we should do this. I'd really like it's to do New Orleans, fun. maybe or. Las I know Vegas. I was talking
2: with uh, you about New Orleans. Uh, some yeah. city I haven't been to would be awesome.
1: Oh, a great, a great drinking city, which would be what? Vegas. How about Reno? No, no ve- 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 has all, yeah, Vegas brought, has been done. Vegas has been done. Memphis. We, we haven't actually written an article about Vegas. Adam did. Adam, oh, yeah, yeah, Adam right. did the. Did. That, the, was the, the that was a good yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Memphis. I wouldn't mind
0: Memphis, yeah. <laughs> yeah, is that is that considered a great drinking trap town?
2: What Traum? is it, drinking
0: blues... Town, yeah. How about Reno? Reno has a. uh, Reno would be a little. more No, no, no. Reno would. Yeah, you grew up in Reno, didn't you? There's a lot of pathos in Reno. We could do
2: Tijuana.
1: That'd be interesting. I'd
2: love to. If you know the amount. Of, okay. Awesome. Every time
1: I do the amount of people I've talked to. <laughs> and just mail our heads back to back to Modern <laughs> Drunkard. That's that we'll have like mail the heads back to Modern Drunkard. I've uh, been doing um. I've
2: been doing be um great. San Diego Comic Con for about ten years now. No,
1: we've been talking about doing a doing a drinking, drinking with, with geeks. geeks, which would be awesome.
2: And I've I've done San Diego Comic Con for about ten years, and I was shocked about the the number of artists when I started doing it. Going, hey, do you want to go down to Tijuana? And I've I haven't done it yet. The amount of them are like, yeah, I've been doing it for ten years. I I've never done it. Nobody does it. Everyone does the comic con, and they they kind of well, we split. We should
1: we should do comic con. I think that'd be uh, that'd be a mm. good drink. I
2: for think that. Frank would kill people at comic con. Why? Because it's it's a it's a geek fuck fest. I mean, it's the geeks are all fucking each other. No, not in that way. It's basically no, you slap no, everybody.
1: <laughs> I'm sure people are getting laid there, but uh, <laughs> but just not that many. And you'd have to bring your your Wolverine costume. Look at me in my Chewbacca
0: costume. You
1: know, <laughs> you could get the furry sure, there. I'm, I'm pretty sure, sure they. Some, I mean, Comic Con. I'm maybe, pretty sure you know? they
2: take all the homeless in the, down in the Gaslamp District and put just put stormtrooper helmets on them, then let them wander around the crowds. But I mean, like co- you do, like you do. I mean, I had fun last Comic Con because I was I was hanging out most of the time with uh, the Enigma because yeah. I did a comic book about the Enigma.
0: Shameless self promotion. So, so you, you were suggesting there's shameless a lot of drinking going on at Comic Con. Oh, there's a lot of drinking going on. at Comic Con, like any other. convention. Well, you say I know, but is, is there's a lot of drinking is it going more on? or less than an average convention? Well, geeks Let's so, say a compared lot. to say uh, an insurance seller.
2: No, I was I was conventions like San Diego, is like a bender. You're drinking mm-hmm. four or five days straight, just to deal with the bullshit you have to deal with. Well, at least this is the way I approach it. The bullshit you have to deal with on the convention floor. Not only dealing with the convention floor, but you're also dealing with Manning your table and having all the weird geeks come up to you. In my shameless
1: self-promotion, in
2: my case, going, "Are you <laughs> Jonan Vasquez?" No, I'm not Jonan Vasquez. You know, he's standing he to over there. You share a
1: table with him, which is yeah, me, I, I got to
2: share a table with Jonan Vasquez, who is Do a lovely gir- voice. What?
1: Yeah, I can see that.
2: No, he's a lovely human being. No, he's a great guy, but it is dealing with that stuff I mean one of the most heartbreaking things ever happened to me like I was standing there and this woman was really shy to come up to me and <laughs> she finally came up to me she's like oh my god I love your art I love your comics didn't that I'm like, tip
1: her off right there didn't that tip I know. Her, off right there? Tipped
2: her off right there she's like <laughs> I love your art I love your comics and I was like well thank you very much she's like John and my favorite book and I'm like I'm not Jonan she's like but you look so cool. I'm like, no, no, no. Sorry, I'm not shameless self promotion. He
1: doesn't look that cool, really. Yeah. He thinks. I was like knows.
2: Jonah. You, you can tell when Jonah's here because we'll, there's we'll, a huge. We'll line. post
1: a picture of him online. You can decide if he's. If I, he's I cool. think Carly's pretty cool. He's like an aging hipster sort of. Oh yeah. God.
0: Damn. So drinking in the artist again. So Van Gogh was a big drunk. No, they all were. Come on, let, let's be serious. All, all the great writers Well, were... I, I, I always thought Van Gogh was interesting because I always thought like the, the
2: absinthe was driving him mad, he cut off his ear and all that. I always found that fantastic. Man, no, it was the cobalt
1: blue, probably. <laughs> no, he, <yeah. laughs> I thought he was the lead in the paint. No, he yeah. was drinking like turpentine with the, when he cut his ear off. Oh, was he? Yeah, he, he was, was also he was, like he had had also money sharpening and he was... also sharpened his uh, his brushes with his mouth and he was using lead
0: paint, right. paint and I mean
1: that's that a stuff. yeah that's an occupational hazard yeah it? going insane for an artist I will say no I mean lead poisoning and
0: insanity and
2: that's what brought the Romans down <laughs>
0: <laughs> saw Pompeii what, what was Van, saw Pompeii man that was awesome how popular was Van Gogh when he was actually alive not at, not all. at all yeah he sold one that,
2: painting to his brother wow
0: is that strange? I mean, it's, it, it takes, like, a generation or two to, before people to start recognizing I guess
2: my it question works. is, when when did Van Gogh get the respect that he I has was, now?
1: I think it was in the 30s it started. You know, It wasn't that long after he died, honestly. I think I remember that from the, uh, I don't know. I, from uh, the exhibit? I was kind of drunk, but, yeah. It was good.
2: You had a flask. You're just kind of going, yeah. ah, look, paintings!
0: Oh, you got to take a flask to an exhibit. Oh, yeah being a little drunk and go into a like a, an art exhibit or it could be like the Genghis Khan exhibit whatever it does bring you closer to the exhibit I mean it makes
1: you really you know feel emotionally closer to it well when they had the Jack Kerouac scroll here though that, that I security saw that. guard was eye fucking me the entire time I had a flask in my pocket and I was looking at it and he kept looking at me wait, because he, wa- he, he, pull- he was waiting for me to pull he was waiting for me to pull out that flask I kept yeah. reaching um, to it and he'd stare me down and I'm like really I can't speaking of which did that film ever come out? mhm did it come and go, like, you know, good flop or something like that? Oh, you mean the uh the
0: new. On version? the road? On yeah, the road? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, uh, no. I I I watched the pirated version of that and uh Was it in good? It's made for the uh the teenage set. It's like Twilight. It's got the girl. The for, it's got the girl The beat. Twilight. Twilight. The <laughs> beat Twilight? Yeah, it's Alan Ginsberg is a what's sparkling what's no, it, it seemed like <coughs> it, it was geared, it was trying to, it was trying to, uh, gear the whole B generation thing toward the, the tween sets, as far as I can see. I thought well, that's that was, horrible. Yeah, they, they try to make, try to make Kerouac, you know, who was a good, you know, Catholic boy, uh, raised by Jesuits,
1: into is more of a sort of a, you know, a tween bisexual. I'm so, well, um, I mean, no, no I'm Ginsburg wrote a lot about him being bisexual. Who knows if he yeah, wrote about yeah.
0: Cassidy being bisexual,
1: too. Yeah.
0: Is there still rum left in that bottle? Yeah. Okay.
2: Let's. Right. Uh, we need another drink. Yeah. Because we need we're another round.
0: Next one's on me. I'll make the next one. Let's yeah.
1: talk sports. Okay. <sighs> okay what time? Uh oh. All right. Uh, we're gonna pause for a second. I'm gonna make another drink. Mm-hmm. Wow. That almost tastes like a creamsicle. Okay. Let's. Right. Uh, and we're, now back. we're back. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, so this fourth, is what third fourth or fourth drink. round? Fourth, fourth, fourth round. Fourth round. Fourth round.
0: Fight. Fifth. So we, theoretically, we, we, after we finished the bottle of rum, this drink I put some vodka in there as well. Touch of absinthe. That's it. I'm going and, to uh, hate
1: you tomorrow while I'm doing uh, demolition. Just Ketella a touch, already.
0: just a touch, because uh, I learned recently, I, I was trying to make uh, Tiki drinks with absinthe as the main engine, as I mentioned on Twitter uh, not too long ago, and it doesn't work. I mean, absinthe has got to be used, as uh, somebody mentioned on Twitter, uh, with an eyedropper, which I did. I, I didn't put that much in there. So, But I did with well, this one. Well, yeah, that in, licorice can be pretty brutal. I put in some uh, peach syrup, bellini syrup. Oh, that's the
1: flavor. Yeah, powder.
0: I was thinking the spiciness was the absinthe. Some heavy cream pineapple just a touch of oj and a little sweet and sour
1: what's it what's this one called hmm the fuck you nick is that yeah <laughs> perfect <laughs> fuck, you, fuck you nick
2: no no i've got a <laughs> wake call tomorrow i've got my uh, got a what do you call i've got my yearly physical tomorrow so i'm planning on going mm. in there drunk or hung over at least well you know that
1: that way they'll know actually how you are most of the time no I it's funny because that, uh, the, the
2: the my doctor always asks me how the drunkard crew doing you know, really?
1: So you
0: have a cool doctor?
2: No, oh, yeah. I got a great doctor. Well, no, no. I found a great doctor. I always ask for this guy. And it's really funny that first time you see a doctor and they're asking all the questions. Right. And they ask you that one question. Are you honest? No. Oh, God, no. How much do you drink? Exactly. Well, how many drinks do you have a week? How much do you want me to drink? I always lie until after
0: all the tests are out.
2: I give it basically a third of what I actually drink. Right. Because you say, oh, well, you know, I go out three times a week if that, and I have maybe two drinks. Oh, that's bullshit. Does, you know, I go out four or five nights a week and I have at least three or four drinks
0: every night, you know. Right.
1: Yeah, no, I, I have a glass or a bottle of wine with, with dinner.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I always lie uh, until I get the test back. Then he says, you're uh, Frank, you're in, uh, for your age, you're in tremendous health. I mean, uh, I was like, well, Doc, I'm <laughs> <laughs> <doctor>. gotcha. <laughs> and I always say, well, Doc, actually, I drink a lot. Sometimes yeah. I'll drink a handle a night. And he's like, well, Frank, that's, uh, that's, you probably shouldn't do that. Well, I'm in perfect, no, I Kelly. You got the
1: test back, I'm fine, apparently. No, apparently so, that's the same well, thing. Well, you that work ke- out, you know, you, you, yeah, I do you, do, do you work out? I do demolition for a living right now, so, so no. I don't have to. Yeah. Kelly was telling me her dad got the same thing. Oh, you're
2: in perfect health. Well, I drink red wine every meal and, you know, doing, drink, 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 drink. Well, don't stop then, you know.
1: Hmm. But a yeah, lot of that's that, that, genetics. A
0: lot of that's, that's genetics. A, an older doctor will say, "Okay, you know what you're doing. You see, you're in good health. Fine." there's a younger doctor who's been indoctrinated, be like, "Oh well, you got to. You should cut down." It's like, "Well, why?" I'm my. You're in perfect health. My triglyceride levels are fucking you know great. You know, I mean, why would I? If everything's going great, why would I change?
2: Hundreds? No, I love. I love the fact that uh, uh, my uncle Bob.
0: Bob. Bob my uh, uncle, Bob, uncle Bob.
2: Uncle Bob. He uh, he drinks. Um, a couple fingers of brandy every night. He's proud of it. He's like couple fingers of brandy every night against he? He's approaching seventy. He's approaching seventy, and he's in he's in great health. So he's, he's already beat the average. Oh yeah, he worked. He worked on the docks, the docks yeah. of Philadelphia.
1: Was and
2: an artist. He's, an, he's artist. an artist. He's another artist. He used to he uh, takes naked ladies and he used puts
0: to uh,
1: stick them to stuff. He used to and hire time. models. Is that, is that art? Yo, yes, pop, yes. I think that is a fantastic. did show you? My uncle used to. I would um, buy one of
2: Bob's paintings. I I've like, got a sure. bunch of. I've got a bunch of his paintings at my place. He used to hire. Buy <laughs> one. No, no, no. Put it this way. He used to hire. uh <laughs> um, time he's in town, I will. I love yeah, yeah he's supposed to be in the
1: spring. Oh, good. Yeah. You like Bobby's fun. Yeah, he he, been, uh, yeah. he
2: hired models. He hired naked models to get naked. He covers them in paint and then presses them on not a canvas but wooden boards that he got at the junkyard. And he, he would paint in the background. And of course, I'm like, hey, Bob, did you ever, burp, burp, you know, with the, burp, 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 burp. take advantage of
0: the, uh, advantage the of working relationship? And of course, he's like,
2: no, no, we had a working relationship. Good for him. A week later, if I saw him in the bar and they wanted <laughs> to go back to my place, I had no problem. No problem. See, that's a true professional yeah. artist. But yeah. while they're, they're on the payroll, nothing. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah, because it's
0: uncomfortable for the girl. I mean, she goes there. She wants to just, you know, make some money doing, being a model. She shouldn't have to feel the pressure of having to sleep with the guy. No,
2: no, that's all oh, I totally understand. Yeah. And of course, this was during the late '60s, early '70s. So I've se- I've got a lot of his paintings at home, and they didn't groom as much as they did do now. And you can tell that in the paintings.
0: Hmm. You know what? I enjoy this cocktail. You know, I, I would compare this to the, the stuff you would get at a typical Tiki bar. Well, it's pretty no, this is nice. This is, pretty, this is nice. This it, is reminds, nice. It, it
1: reminds me a bit of a, like a Creamsicle on
0: Yeah, Yeah, we're, we're just throwing stuff together. and
1: I'd pay $8 for this cocktail. $8, there it is. I wouldn't. Beer
0: and a shot, ten dollars. Beer and
1: a shot, <laughs> ten dollars for you then. Beer and a shot. Yeah,
0: but you could pay fifteen dollars for a cocktail that wouldn't taste as, as good as this, and then beer's like, "No, oh, this is perfectly made and it's sick." Like, well, so those times inside. we've been—I mean, those times we've been to—I um, don't think the ice the, is the shaped gr- right. Mm, well, you need, to, you need to shape the ice a little more. Yeah, I should have spent a half an hour. Well, both um, the, the Green Russell, the Green Russell—that's the place where it really upsets. Me.
2: The Green Russell and Williams and Graham did the whole. Shaving the
0: ice with a hatchet. Well when the Green Russell first opened up, they were they were so fascist to the point where you couldn't stand up. If you stood up, somebody rushed over to you and said, like, You gotta sit down. And you
2: can't answer yourself ce- you can't answer a cell phone, you can't right. text. Yeah, it's like you, come on. It's supposed on. to be a speakeasy. We're all supposed to be quiet and yeah. And then yeah, library. My, but thing, my might, thing about but, but, speakeasies a speakeasy is a speakeasy
1: that. was a wide open sort of crazy And they were illegal place. in the first place. Yeah. So there was there's madness reigned. Yeah,
0: right. it was totally madness. I mean, <laughs> and then they're trying to make it into some sort of freaking parlor club or something.
2: I think Wilmsing Ram is better. Oh, I had to Is Green Road still around?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, it's Lyrimer
2: Square. Come on. Suburban trade, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, Ireland.
1: Mm hmm. UK. Oh, yeah, Booze News. Booze we, News. We almost Booze forgot news. about it because we're too busy drinking tiki right. drinks.
0: Ireland, not known for their tiki drinks. Right. Uh, but recently they have... Uh, known for their whiskey, though. I guess they're just floating the idea that uh, they're going to make uh, it legal in rural areas to uh, drive drunk.
2: Which Moderately assuming, drunk.
0: Yeah, which I'm assuming is that they're just going to raise the BAC in the rural areas. Because people are going to you know go to the pub and they're going to get a little bit drunk. There's nobody on the road. They're just going to drive home. Do they have to pay for the sheep they kill? Who knows what, what's going on.
2: I think, it's, you know, I think it's a reasonable idea. Well, I mean, it's a rural areas. Yeah. You're going mean, to crash I, into a I think stone wall or like a, a cow. It's
0: BAC, you know, in the entire nation, which is ridiculously low. It's lower than ours. Ours is point zero eight, which is like one glass of wine.
1: .04 gets you Dwight in Colorado. DWAIT. Yeah, it's fucking. Right? What's which that? A, which is a, it's a glass of wine with your meal. It's a D-W-A-I. What Which what is what? driving while ability impaired. We call it a Dwight. All right. Which means it's a lesser penalty. They might have changed that. I don't know. Just made it.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it's true.
1: But yeah, it's it's pretty low. So yeah, you can have a glass of wine and still get a lower ticket. But I mean, which is odd because there
0: was this huge German study done in the '80s. People actually are less likely to get an accident at .03 than they would if they are .00. In other words, uh and The more you just, drink- Well, apparently, if you just have one drink, it makes you less likely to get into an accident. because you're more, per re- hour. you're more relaxed. I mean, uh, as opposed to a totally sober person is more likely to get into an accident than a person who's- That's slightly drink. drunk. Yeah. Slightly. Yeah, because he's more loose, he's not going to be stressed out on the road, he's just going to be driving normally, and he's like just mellow. Yeah. Uh, but you know what, they, they never recognize that. In fact, it's one of those things they never speak about. The, the, the mainstream media will never speak about this, but it's totally true. Damn that mainstream media. I the mainstream media, them. yeah. It's, it's I like keep hearing about them. Yeah, they're awful people, apparently. Yeah. Awful, awful people. They're out to get they us. They call themselves journalists. but <laughs> They're all the celebrity freaking. Yeah. Okay,
1: so uh, more booze news. Uh, Indiana, uh, the last state in the union uh, who basically said you can't sell alcohol on Sundays, uh, is trying to change that. Colorado was one of the later ones to change. When we changed True. 2008 maybe. Yeah. Where you could Boston not, you could not buy alcohol in Colorado until 2008 uh, on a Sunday. You could you could buy it at a bar, but if you wanted to go watch football or if you wanted to go to a liquor store, have a party, you couldn't go to a liquor store. Right. And uh, they changed that and uh, the biggest people against it were actually liquor stores. They always are. And uh, it's the same thing in because they wanted the sol- sales on Saturdays. Yeah, no, I mean, no. I think it was because so a lot stupid. of them, a lot, their excuse was like, well, we don't want to have to hire another employee. Well, come on. we need to hire some more employees. I mean, if there's exactly. people who need jobs out there. And also, was like, and it was the small mom and pop ones were like, well, we don't yeah. want to have to be open an extra day because we want a day off. It's like, well, then don't be open. Or hire a you part-time guy. Or hire a part-time guy. You know, and, and it so was it's also, it's also when we tried to make it so in, in Colorado, in case you don't know, you can't buy uh, liquor at a grocery store. You can only buy 3.2% alcohol beer, so except for in places that were grandfathered in, like there's a, a big chain store that actually has it out in Glendale, because that's used to be a liquor store, so they're grandfathered in, because it was a liquor store like Shit. 40, 50 years ago. They're grandfathered in so they can actually sell inside their chain. I was like, well, yeah, sure, I'd like to support small business until... I was running around my neighborhood and Frank was over at my house and it was 10 o'clock on a Saturday and I couldn't find a liquor store open in my and neighborhood. And you know
0: what? 10 o'clock p.m.? And since yes. it was past in Colorado, it's all these, liquor, all these small mom and pop liquor stores have somebody working on Sunday and it's totally freaking fine. No, because I remember in and Boston. You no, know, they, hired, they hired one more guy, but one, guy, one more guy has a job for yeah, I mean, no, Why I, is that such a bad thing? That was one of one
2: the one things I was world. actually really surprised when I was in Ireland because I think we're a little jaded. Coming from a microbrew culture. And you go over to Dublin, which is a great drinking city, and you get Guinness, 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 Miller. And their exotic drink was Corona.
1: Well, I don't know where you went because the bar I went to had thirty taps and I'd only heard of about ten of them. Really? I know, but you—that know, has totally changed. And that because was in Temple Bar. Back in this, no, this was when well, we that, were in Temple Bar. I yeah, know. Yeah. But, come on, remember back in the '70s, and
0: '80s, America was just a wasteland of just you know crap beer. You, oh yeah, yeah, everything was you know Budweiser, whatever. I mean, it was all the same beer. And we can and thank we Charlie, Charlie made, for the All the foreigners made fun of us, and we go to you, you go to Ireland. And go, oh my God, they have great beers here, like you know Guinness and stuff. But now that we have the microbrew culture here, we have like, you know, there's a thousand beers in America now. We've, we've really, you know, come up. And there's every type of beer. And now you go to uh, to Europe, and uh, now Europe seems like it's lagging behind. Well, when I we mean, were, the Guinness was great over there, but it was just... It, it
1: dominates.
0: It was, it was Guinness, it's
2: like, and it's like a like couple ciders, buzzer. and a couple American beers.
1: Well, I was there yeah. in the late 90s, and that's that's when I... No, this was, uh, this but, was 06. Yeah, so it was about well, five, six years ago. remember working with our buddy Richard. And he, mm-hmm. you know, he's from uh, he's from uh, Britain. Yeah, yeah. And and he, liked, he lives in Montreal. Now. He liked what?
2: Um, he
1: looked Bud Budweiser Weiser. for some
2: strange reason. And he he <laughs> made fun of me
1: for drinking Newcastle. He said it was frat boy beer, which. But he was drinking Budweiser. Yes,
2: I was in, uh, I, was I, in, in I was in Edinburgh. I was in Edinburgh. This was in the beer. late '90s, and everyone was. <laughs> I didn't know if they were taking off from American gangster culture. They were drinking these massive we, what, what we would we call forties. Out of paper bags, in the clubs of Newcastle.
0: Oh man! And yeah,
1: it was—it was, I would it drink was it kind of. of is it is dancer in Newcastle.
2: No, no, we would drink it, but so. would you? Would you drink it with a paper bag
1: in a club? Yo, yeah. Really? No. <laughs> and yeah, at some point, true. we are going to do the forty ounces of fury article here. Yeah, we we'll keep talking life. about that. I, I think it'll be a, a horrible, horrible experience, and I'm looking forward to it.
0: No, it'll be. What's it, a forty
2: yeah. ounces of fury? Uh, that's when we do, like, a taste 10 test of like all different, different 40... Ten different uh, 40 ounces. I used to drink...
1: And the hangover this is after back in the is day. epic.
2: This is back in the day. In college, we drank uh, 40s of... Because, you know, we were... Mickey's. No, uh, Colt 45.
1: Oh, yeah, that's... that's From fun. Boston?
2: No, this was uh, North Philly. Huh. North Philly, outside of uh, campus. Um, in uh, North Philly, you can get... Uh, they wouldn't card they, wouldn't card. they
0: wouldn't card. I thought the East Coast was uh, was the whole Mickey's thing.
2: No, no, no. I didn't. I don't think I've had Mickey's Big Mouth till I moved to Boston.
1: Hmm. Yeah, but we had a lot of Mickey's growing up in Colorado.
2: No, so. we uh, uh, we were drinking Colt 45 because outside of uh, campus you couldn't. No one. No one gave. You, no. No one it. But you got paid two, three bucks to get a forty of uh, Colt 45. i to the sucker up. <laughs> Billy right, D. So Billy D.'s uh,
1: favorite. We're rambling yeah. on about Billy D. Yeah. All right, this has been. Uh, the Modern Drunkard Podcast with the Carl Tiki, Christian. The Tiki Podcast. The Tiki Podcast. This has been the Modern Drunkard Tiki Podcast with Carl Christian Krumholtz, Hello Frank, Frank Kelly Rich uh, and I'm Nick Plummer. Shameless Self-Promotion. And Shameless Self-Promotion. Uh the uh, this will be Barstool Messiahs, Don't Knock on My Door with the artwork by Carl Christian Crumholtz. Carl site is
2: Carl Christian with Carl with a K. K-A-R-L Christian Krumholtz. K-R-U-M-P-H-O-L-Z
1: dot com. That's his website. And let's not forget this. Uh, this
0: broadcast has been sponsored by Tiger Whiskey. Tiger Whiskey. Tiger make Whiskey. Crazy make like you. Tiger. Crazy like
1: Tiger. And I swear that they actually put a little bit of goat that's penis a, in it. That's totally. I've, right. I've heard goat that's, penis. That's that's I've penis. Heard. That's goat penis. Goat penis. To make y- you. To make viril. Viril. No, no, to you. To know, make you viral uh, unicorn penis. Anywho, we're still Jaguar penis.
0: No, it's not true. It's to make up lies about this excellent whiskey. Links on the website. Right. Links, no, actually, beans. no. We're it's selling beans. the
1: T-shirts on the website. at shop Yeah, it's com. still not allowed in the U.S. We haven't figured out why. We, we would no. We'll figure it out. It's coming we're up. On. It, it I'm just. I'm making wild random guesses. Pretty Links pretty and artwork, artwork on the website. Yes, there's mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. Carl artwork up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Yeah. Definitely the Drunken Tiki Monkey the uh, Drunken Monkey. the Drunken Monkey. Every, the drunken fez. Monkey. every drunken monkey deserves a Every monkey deserves a fez, which was named by Mr. Nick. Nick Plummer, Shameless Self-Promotion. This one has been called Shameless Self-Promotion and Tiki Drinks. And that's the end of this one. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Good night, gentlemen. Salute. Chin-chin. Chin-chin.